this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello, good everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and as always, I'm so excited to be with you guys today. I hope everyone's had a great week. I know I have, and it's been really good. You know, the weather is just crazy, is it not? Like, it's almost like hot one day, cold the next day. It's like you can't tell half the days what's going to be what, right, temperature-wise. But you know what? Hey, at least it's a good surprise for us. I always say, you know, see the glass half full, not half empty. You know, that's just how life needs to be. So I'm excited to be with you guys today because, you know, one of the things I really feel today that needs to really be um, brought out is something that I've really understood years and years ago. My sister and I were talking one time, and I have several sisters, by the way, and one of my sisters, uh, we were talking one time, and, and she said the same thing. She said, you know, she said, I've realized in my life, never just write off somebody. And I said, you know what? I said, that's a great uh, great principle. And I really felt for all my the years of my life so far is really not writing people off, but really understanding exactly why it's important to have people in our lives. Now, once again, I'm talking to a lot of people that or Christians. I'm talking to a lot of people who love law of attraction, uh, who understands the universal biblical principle. And so you guys are going to get what I'm going to say today, all right? If you're new to the podcast, hey, you know what? I believe it's going to minister to you as well. Because I'm a firm believer that everything we do in our lives counts and everything's for a reason. You know, I heard it said one time before, like many of you, about the understanding of, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, you know, I tend to believe that because if our footsteps are ordered by God, then all of a sudden we begin to really look at this and say, you know, um, if if our footsteps are ordered by God, then every footstep is going to be either ordained or it's going to be turned around for my good. So it's a win-win situation for us, right? And so I don't fret about stuff. I don't, I don't, you know, go drama. You know, when when I feel like I've taken I've taken a wrong turn, I just don't have time for that. You know, all the drama people make when they take a wrong turn. If you think about it, sometimes it's just like now you got to clean up all that drama, right? And you don't want to set up a new pattern in your life. If you if you get all drama on a situation. Trust me, you're embedding a new mindset, and that is a mindset of every time something goes wrong, you need to just let it all out. You need to go drama on yourself. And you know, that's just not healthy. It's very, very, very unhealthy. So I'm at this place in my life where, you know, I believe everything happens, yes, for a reason. And if it doesn't, you know what? I can learn from it. I can be empowered by it. So when we're dealing with people, let's, you know, and let's just face it, every one of us, because we're human beings, unless you're an alien from some other planet, which I really doubt if they even exist, but hey, it doesn't matter. If you are a human being, which I know you are, then people are going to come into your life for many reasons. And sometimes people are seasonal. Sometimes people are meant to be there for life. Sometimes people are meant to be there for years. And sometimes people are just there just to pass through your life in one day. And and instead of sort of, you know, overanalyzing everything, wondering, you know, hey, how long is this person going to be in my life? You enjoy the journey. The best thing I've realized in my life is enjoying the journey. Enjoying the journey to understand that everyone comes in our lives for some reason or another. And yet maybe they're there to, to share with you some kind of truth. Or maybe you're there to share some truth with them. The idea of life always holds that there's principles in everything. Think about it, folks. You can learn through every single thing on this planet. 
Good, bad, or ugly, everything has a message to it because everything has a definition. Think about this way. If everything in creation has a definition, which it does, I mean, everything that ever has been has a definition. Even void has a definition of non-existence, right? And so you still understand that with everything having a definition, because everything has to have a definition, to define what it is or what it's not, then you understand if there's, if there's a definition, then that means there is a meaning. That means there is a lesson learned. That means there is something there through the definition that you can take with you. So think of, that, think of life that way. So with that being said, when people come into my life and I think to myself, you know what, uh, you know, they've made me mad, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, um, they said something dirty about me, they, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, you know, here's the key thing. Even if I see somebody that I feel like they're in my life and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't really, you know, take anything from them, I'm not really pulling a, in a good friendship or, or whatever the case may be, then you know what, that's great, wonderful, you can walk away. However, I just don't write off people. You know, I, I know a lot of people I life coach and they just write people off left and right. And then they wonder why they're so alone. Then they wonder why, you know, the favor of God doesn't come to them. Then they wonder why something in this universe doesn't draw back into them, you know, through the law of attraction of something they've been really praying for, hoping for, believing for, whatever. And the reason why, because you are cutting off your avenues. And I want you to think about that for a moment. Most of us cut off our avenues. You can't afford to cut off an avenue. An avenue avenue doesn't always mean it's going to be Christian. An avenue doesn't mean it's always going to be something, someone that loves you or an avenue that, you know, someone you even know as far as friendship wise. Let me tell you something. I've, I've, I've known all my life that everything is an avenue. Everything is a venue for lack of better words. Everything is a tunnel or something that is leading back to me if it's an, it's a, it's of a necessity, which means you're going to have to allow God, you know, through this universe to begin to bring and draw anything to your life that you need. And, and sometimes if you think about it, God is not going to use your best friend to show you favor. God's not going to use your mom or your dad, you know, to show you favor and blessings to say, hey, I want to bless you with this, or hey, let's go, din let's go to dinner tonight, or, or even teach you a powerful lesson or principle. You have to look at life objectively and look at, look at reality and say, you know what, if I keep on cutting off people and say, well, I don't like them, write them off or tell them off. That's another thing. Telling somebody off. If you don't like somebody, why don't you just, why don't you just gravitate away from them? Why don't you just sort of, you know, slowly pull away from them? Okay, and that way you're looking at it and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, if I do that, who knows? What if they change tomorrow? And what if they become your best friend in a year from now? What if, what if God uses them to, let's say that, let's just, let's just go way out there. What if they win, uh, um, the lottery, you know, which I'm not a big fan of the lottery, you know, I, I believe in, in sort of working, but you know, you know, working to, for the goods, but hey, you know what? It doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to turn it down, right? Neither would you probably. So, you know, if you think about it, let's say they win the lottery tomorrow and let's say you just sort of, you know, uh, gradually pulled away from them. No, you know, no harm done, right? And then what if they turn around and, and God speaks to them and says, you know, hey, uh, you know, uh, Sarah, you know, she's struggling, you know, Tom, he's struggling. You know, once you give him a couple of, you know, a couple of, you know, two or three hundred thousand you know dollars i mean you never know that but if you're going to write them off and you're going to tell them off you're going to say you're of the devil i'm not having anything to do with you then you know what, what what you're doing you're cutting off every avenue and if you think for a moment that just your friends are going to bless you you are sadly mistaken you can look to the bible and realize that you know when you think of moses and and you think of um pharaoh guess what pharaoh trained moses and didn't realize he was training him to be the leader of god how do, how do we know that he took care of him 
Think about that. I mean, he supplied his need. Pharaoh raised Moses, and yet he was raising him actually for God, and nobody thinks about that anymore. So God can use anyone and everyone, and then turn it around, even more training, where we, we read about where God says, I hardened Pharaoh's heart. And no, it wasn't some devil. It was it was God, okay? Um, and so it was the idea that God said, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. Why would God harden someone's heart? Because guess what? Moses was still being taught by his teacher. And one of his teachers was Pharaoh. And so how do you know that? Because he hardened his heart. Why? Made, made, made Pharaoh so mad. He gets his army and he's like, let's kill those people. I've had enough. You know, they're, and they, and so they, they're backing them up to the Red Sea. All of a sudden, you know, they're, the people are like moaning, complaining. We should have stayed back in Egypt here, you know, and, and Moses is like, you know what? We got to trust God. Here we are at the Red Sea. Don't know what's going to happen, but we're here. All of a sudden, the guy who God hardened Pharaoh's heart and the same guy who raised Moses and the same guy who fed Moses and the same guy who trained him probably to do to do battle or whatever the case may be, guess what? Same guy comes along after God hardened his heart and, and, and starts coming after Moses and, and the children of Israel to kill them. And so guess what Moses did? He was up, to, up against the wall, for lack of better words, and all of a sudden he began to extend the rod you know, and the staff over the Red Sea. We heard the story, the Red Sea parts, departs and they walk across and then you know, um, Pharaoh and the, and the men are just sort of swallowed up in the sea, the Bible says. So if you think about it from that standpoint, standpoint, whether it was metaphorical, whether it was a real story, hey, who cares? It was the idea that it's God's word speaking to, speaking life to us. That's what's so cool about it is lessons learned here. And so the same guy that, that, that even was, was still a bad guy, guess what? He still trained Moses pretty much the whole time and yet trained him, if you think about it, because he was, he was used by God to push him to the Red Sea to say, it's either do or die, fight or flight, guys. And so he put the staff out, the rod out, and he parted the Red Sea. So, you know, you have to begin to realize everybody you can learn from. And God uses anyone and everyone and everything to minister to us and to show us things that happen. That's what that's what we call a great awakening. You don't awaken from a good time, sitting on the couch, all is well, you know, the dog's good, the wife, the husband's pretty good, you know, the kids are good, you're making good money, you work one hour a day. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, you know, even with that perfect lifestyle, the key thing is, you know, you're not going to be awakened because you're going to subconsciously find yourself slowly asleep because you don't train your brain enough to stay awake because survival mode sometimes forces the brain to say, I, you know, fight or flight. I got to begin to, I got to have more money to pay my bills. I got to find the wife. I got to find a husband. I got to, you know, help my kid with his homework. I got to help my kid on drugs. You know, hey, you know, my, my neighbor yesterday, you know, was, you know, had cancer. What can I do for? You know, you, you, your mind begins to get thrown into forcing it to awaken to a greater reality. And so awakening to greater reality usually comes from iron sharpening iron, like the Bible says. Iron sharpening iron literally means it's a horrible sound. It's a, I mean, it's a excruciating sound. It's like, you know, worse than fingernails going on down on chalkboard, as many people, you know, can think about that or imagine that. But if you think about it, it's awakening comes through those times. And so whatever, whoever God uses in your life to teach you, train you, raise you up, even give you money and not even like you, guess what? Don't cut off people. All right. If you don't like somebody, just pull away from them. You don't have to say, you know, one of the things I've learned in my life that so many people say that I would love to life coach when I hear them say this to us, when they send an email or I read about it on the internet is, you know, this person's a false prophet. That person's a false prophet. And you ask these people saying that, do you know them? Oh, not at all. But 
And I'm like, you know what? You had me at you didn't know him at all. If you don't know somebody and you're going to listen to the media, and once again, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Sorry, folks, for those of you who worship Fox News and, and, and think CNN is of the devil. You're being fooled too. You're just acting like you're being a fool. Sorry, but I'm just going to, you're acting like that. Because if you think about it, media is media. It's all, it's all garbage. It's all just junk. Don't think for a moment, in, you know, everybody, one part, one person's going to be truthful and the other one are not. No. I mean, just good and all there's bad and all and so you know don't sit here and say well i wrote the person off you know or i heard i don't want to listen to them anymore they're a false prophet why because of such and such so and so said this or read something about them like you can really tell a person's lifestyle by something you read you know, I mean, don't read into stuff. If you, if you don't know that person, then you know what? Don't judge them. And so you have to begin to look at life and say, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to let bygones be bygones. I don't have to have enemies. I don't have to have people to hate me. And, and here's the key thing. You're not being persecuted. You opened your big mouth and you told them off and you told them you don't want them in your life anymore. And, and then they, then they, then they fired back at you and you call it persecution. That's not persecution. It's stupidity. So sorry, folks. I didn't use that word, but it's stupidity. Because you don't want to find yourself at a place where you're just deliberately stirring up the beast nest. And why do that with people? What if you just say, hey, you know what? If they're not part of my life anymore, so be it. Just gradually walk away from them. You never know one day when you need them. I have looked at people years and years ago that I thought I'd probably never need anymore. Did the, did my pulling away? And guess what? Years, years later, they came back to my life. And it's been the best thing ever. Or either they, or I ran into them on the street. Or even this, or running out of gas, and all of a sudden they pass by. Well, if I would have told them off, guess what? They'd have been like, you know, uh, pardon my language, up yours, I'm not helping you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you told me off. But instead they stopped. You know, and they're like, hey, I'm, hey man, a long time no see, you know, uh, do you run out of gas? Yeah, you know. I mean, you never know folks who God can use. So don't, you, use wisdom. Don't write off people. Just gradually move away from them. That way, guess what? You don't have enemies and you don't really find yourself at a place where, you know, you're hating people. You're just letting people be because you're learning to be as well. That's the beautiful thing about life, all right? Use wisdom, folks. Use wisdom in relationships and people in general. And life will be better for you, I guarantee you, all right? It's never do or die, you're my friend or my foe. No, there's people that don't have to be your foe. They just don't have to be right there in your life all the time. It doesn't mean they're your enemy. Just let them be, and you be, and you move on, right? That's the beautiful thing about life. We have that option, that choice to do what we want to do and where we want to categorize people, all right? So, by the way, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. It means the world to me. It really does. And I'm so thankful and honored to have each and every one of you with us today. This podcast today was a little short and sweet to the point, but I wanted to bring this out today to each one of you. And I encourage all of you, go to the website, identitynetwork.net, support us. I've got my new book out this month called Creating Your Space. And I'm talking about, from a spiritual point of view, how to create an atmosphere for you that you need to call your sanctuary and that's your place so if you get a chance go to the website order the combo the book and the study guide with it you guys are going to love it that's creating your space combo as always guys if you don't like your day what do i always say change your mindset you change your thoughts you will change your life have a blessed day This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.